Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life. Hosted by Bibi Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Earth School. We have been building up through our little staircase of working with our intentions, our words, our visions, our energy, shaping, shape-shifting ourselves into that energy we want to embody, to hold, to express out in this world this coming year and even after that there. And then sort of exploring what could that look like potentially to bring that through me, to allow to land and emerge in the world. And we thought we'd expand on last week's episode and sort of share more ideas of what that can look like, of how that manifestation process of that sort of from the seed to the growth of Mm -hmm. it possibly may look like for different individuals. And it's even just to listen and see what parts maybe resonate with your own experience to see, oh, yes, actually, that's how I do work best. And I'm trying to fit myself into this triangle, like, you know, or I'm trying to fit myself into all those templates I bought off the Internet, <laughs> you know, like and honoring that. OK, maybe okay, I did spend money on those templates, but I'm actually just going to cut them in the bin and do it now a different way. Mm. So allow it to be a source of inspiration um, to inspire sort of the creative process. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that because we're all just so, so, so unique in how we work with energy, how energy flows through us and how ideas or inspirations sort of, I always imagine them riding on on the energy flow. So if we start to understand our energy flow and we appreciate mm-hmm. that, we can like really work with that, with the ideas that come in in a, in a, in a highly unique way. Yeah, for me sometimes too, it's like... um what are the uh, it's a bit of a weird one but not weird even but to me it's like what is the environments or the activities that actually feed that energy mm-hmm. you know because i don't know from people i've chatted to i've never heard anybody go you know that idea landed when i really thought about it you know when i sat down <laughs> the desk and went i am now going to get an idea <laughs> it mm. never arrives that way like it doesn't it's not set by the clock you know they arrive in little places maybe in spaces where we feel really open really comfortable or environment maybe we have certain things about us or maybe we get it when we are moving or traveling in different places it can be simple we get it when we're sitting in the bath you know like or somebody else it could just be moving from one room to the other that it creates this different movement of energy. And it's often when we actually just let go of it, it'll arise too. Like. Yeah, it's like this, there's almost these two sides to it. There's this, the mystical side, I think, and like the, the practical side. Yes. You know? And the practical side, yes, we might need, you know, business plans and strategies mm. and, you know, accountability and, you know, just noticing when we're chickening out along the process and, and all of those good things. But I think when it comes to this other side, the reception of, of an inspiration, that's the mystical side. That's where we, where there's a lot of question marks, right? Where ideas just land. You, you have a shower and there's the idea. You know, you yeah. weren't even looking for, for a solution, but there it is. So it's, it's about, you know, not mixing the two up and having too much pragmatism in one mm. and too much aloofness in the other, but sort of, understanding yourself what are the environments and that make you most receptive and then what is sort of the energy flow or the the structures even that help your energy flow yeah. in a very practical level as well yeah it's having that container like mm-hmm. the flow of the chalice 
do you know, like there's always the container and the water and the flow within it then, like, do you know, like, and we need that other energy then to actually allow us to bring it out into the world, you know, like rather than holding all these beautiful things that want to come through us and we're just all holding it or we've it all stashed in our house somewhere and it never, kind of like, you know, is it Emily Dickinson I heard or something, I can't remember, do you know, like, or no writers that they, or artists, do they find then, like after they've passed, a house full of magical poems <clears throat> if they were maybe writing novels they never shared their poetry if they were certain artists in certain ways they never showed this other style do you know like and you're like oh my god like a whole other side to life that was never and maybe it was just for them but maybe never given a chance to express for some reason like so we need that practicality to allow us to meet the fears possibly the beliefs but also then to get the practical steps of okay actually how how do you do something like this especially if I'm not used to maybe working in that way or I leave try and leave everything to spirit's just going to sort it all out for me like mm-hmm. you know, I, I wish spirit would do my accounts for me sometimes like but no do you know, like so there's certain practical things we have to learn to do or learn to hand over to somebody else to do if they don't light a fire under us like yeah I think that's that's what fascinates me so much about the manifestation process because you're you're literally bridging you know we're using that a lot in, in yoga language and in, in holistic languages that like humans we're we're that connection between above and below heaven and earth um mm. I think not there's very few other things there's actually nothing you can think of like the manifestation process the creation process even giving yeah. birth that that showcases that you know so where we're like a bit more grounded in in the here and now you know we're a bit more pragmatic about and understanding these things um but the the conception of it all is 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 the mystery and to honor both you know to honor Mm -hmm. the to honor these areas where we have no clue how they arrive in us and then to honor also mm-hmm. those aspects where we're highly powerful and go like no this is this is literally just a showing up Monday to Friday <laughs> or whatever sort of your energy flow yeah. requires um and bring it then actually all the way down and through and out you know so mm-hmm. we can serve um the community and I think in that way it is such a spiritual practice because on one hand, we we dive into the mystery, we practice surrendering, we practice trusting, we practice also possibly a hands-off approach. <laughs> and then on the other hand, we are, you know, we're like, okay, bringing again and catching ourselves to, to really bring it through uh, into the collective. So it's both, it's personal inspiration and then mutual, you know, benefits, benefits for the community. Yeah. So it's like, what am what is what am I was my soul bringing in and how is what I'm bringing in serving the collective because I think otherwise it's always a lonely game isn't it like I think manifestation is just yeah. for oneself first it's great yeah but then once you kind of figure it out a little bit you know how it works is like it, it becomes pointless just creating sting things for yourselves or you know life secret situations for yourselves if it's not also in some way connected to to our community I mean what what's the point of it all right mm. so it's about lifting ourselves up and those around us yeah yeah definitely like and also to me it's like are they are these the things my soul actually wants birth through me mm-hmm. or are they actually ideas that I've just sort of you know pulled into my own head if that makes sense I don't know how have better words for that one at the minute like but there's a, to me there's a distinct difference in the feeling of them something that has visited and that has come or something that's been nipping at your heels maybe for a long, long, long time. 
but maybe just wasn't ready to wasn't fully formed even would be the words I would use because you need to be you need to be a different container to actually hold that there as well. Mm. Like so sometimes we're growing to meet it. Sometimes it just arrives and then we have to do the growing with that there. Mm. And sometimes we're just ripe and it just lands and it's coming right through us. Like do you know like, so it's to allow them allow all these different variations to be there. Like do you know like so each thing that maybe wants to come through me, each one may come in a different way, mm. want to be worked with in a different way. But really is it you know, if I was to sit with my soul and go like, how do you want me to be of service? Like, how do you want me to bring this out to the world? How would it speak? Like, what would it say to me? Like, mm. do you know, like, and to really honour that process too, like honour that part where, okay, this is going to be worked on in the background and this one's for actual output into the world because this is what's needed at this moment. Like this one, I might just get a sense it's stewing, it's cooking, but it's like the landing ground isn't ready for it yet, like. You know, like so it's to me it's like you've got all these little cogs that are moving mm. and sometimes we're hands on with them and then other times we've got, they're moving and we just have to allow them to move in their own way like and hold the space for that but to me it, a really important part is is this actually going to be part of my soul work like because mm-hmm. we can keep ourselves very busy like, oh, like yeah. I can keep myself very busy with ideas all day long like but not all of them have a a purpose like yeah. not all of them need to be brought through me they're just ideas floating around my head going oh god wouldn't that be a great idea wouldn't that be a great idea but not all of them maybe have the full energy behind them like yeah totally and also timing is a big element I think mm. you know honoring that our own timing and the collective timing and and sometimes we know our own timing and sometimes you know there, there are certain mechanisms we can we can sort of use to understand that better you know, because we gotta watch that our our ego mind is pulling us more often than not into fear. Because our ego mind, when you want to manifest something, if your ego mind perceives security and safety in that, it will push that through. Hmm. And you might start creating something that you actually, like you said, that was like a great idea for five seconds, but it's not something that you're really passionate about. And on the other hand, sometimes when something comes through that's a little more more out there, that stretches your fabric a little bit, um, the ego mind gets very scared because it's different. It's not familiar. So then the ego mind is like keeping you really busy <laughs> in the best way to procrastinate in all the other ways mm. of doing things, but to actually bring through what you're meant to bring through. So I think there is there is that that awareness that is just so potent watching ourselves and I just think generally on a very grounded level watching the nervous system is such a giveaway you know like yeah. right around decision making point um or engagement point is like is there an upward regulation it can be an upward regulation about genuine excitement but enjoy and that's different to fear and to start sensing that in your body how does that feel to you you know um watch as you go through the week when you're you're feeling a little like unsure unnerved a little worried like how how is your breath where's the tension in your body what types of food do you feel drawn to eating you know just just observe how you show up with an upward regulation in your nervous system and then also observe when you know when just like good ideas kick in or when you're just feeling relaxed how does feeling relaxed feel in your body again it's very mm. different for for all of us so i think when we can hone into our nervous system in that way that that goes a long way when it comes to manifestation because that allows you then to check in whether your ego mind is in charge or whether we're actually talking about soul work yeah yeah your body's responding to it all like mm-hmm. so what it is like and it also gives you it, 
it gives you the information then of you get to know yourself on a deeper level like yeah. do you know like okay there's that thought again and you know that maybe xyz will happen the certain feeling will arise possibly maybe it's changed but you're also already know possibly based on past experience where my little kinks are where the little blocks will come up or oh, it's going to come up around you know oh having to maybe launch something's going to come up around having to speak about this or other judgments around what other people will say you know like or the fear of i have to get it done now do you know, like or whatever your programming is mm-hmm. you'll start noticing that maybe this is where it usually comes up and even though i may be, be working with it it may lessen but i'm maybe just aware keep a wee out around that phase because it's usually when the head will really kick in and start having a full full day party like mm-hmm. and then even noticing what are my go-tos then like do you, are they the distractions or are they actually places that feed that inspiration like mm-hmm. do you like do i really need to research for 14 hours really seriously do i <laughs> do you know that way like do, do i need to like outline this in 13 pages do i really <laughs> do you like so you're you're allowing yourself to that space to play with the the process like mm-hmm. and change it yeah yeah and i think also if we think of ourselves as like a world community there's a whole bunch of us humans um beside animals and plants on this on this planet and to think of you know our roles in this world like in any community we all have different roles you know if you look go into a small town you need a baker you need a farmer you need like a medicine man you know we we all have sort of nurses we, we all have, have different different roles to play and i think that's really important to consider as well in the manifestation process so what you bring through and what's coming through may have a very different tone to that of your friends you know for some of us like we're literally here to create change visible tangible uncomfortable change so our creations will have some variety some tone tone of that you know some of us are are here to to just point out you know what's what's not working <laughs> you know I don't even have a friend that goes like jesus like she's always you know <laughs> finding the one thing that's not working but if i'm actually listening to her the whole thing comes comes together better so you know but we we sort of as a society if you look at it um have generalized us all as these incredible worker bees that we all wake up and we do something and not necessarily so important you know and i'm aware that that is also a privileged position doing something that we're passionate about but for those of us who are living in a world where you know there's food on our table and there is there's there's no war and we have a certain level of choice these are things that you know available to us to to ponder we feel we owe it to the people who don't have access to that that we do ponder those possibilities so um what i'm bringing through is that really you know um if I have so much energy, am I using that energy for my own creations, for my own soul's expression, or am I using that energy for someone else's idea? So we all have, you know, such different sort of roles in society. And I think that's what makes life together very, very interesting because everyone brings something, something different mm-hmm. to the table, you know, um, that to not, to, to not forget that, you know, I think it can be very, it's like when you're mixing all the colors together and it creates this sort of brown. I think it can can just happen, you know, mm-hmm. where we just all mix everything together and um, and all of a sudden we actually completely lose ourselves, but not in the good kind of losing ourselves to refining ourselves, but where we are actually losing ourselves because we're copying others or we're living a life that others prescribed to us. That's the way mm-hmm. to live, right? 
Yeah, it's like you're watering yourself down. A hundred percent. Because you're also like, like what can happen is that we end up trying to do all roles like. Mm. That's exhausting. And that's exhausting is the only word for that. (laughs) It is exhausting. Um, You know, so by getting to know ourselves on how we work best, the places, the spaces, just how we respond to life, how we engage with life, then that allows us to either start realizing this is just not not my area of expertise. This is not how I want to work. This does not light me up. This does not feed me. I don't feel excited doing this. I don't don't feel this is going to get me where I want to be. This is how I feel like doing it. This is what inspires me. This is what I feel called to do. This is what I feel really niggling at me to, as the next step versus that 10 step plan. I know it's not in that 10 step plan at all, but I really feel like this is how I want to show up. Mm. Do you know, like, so you've, to me, it's like there's a loads of unraveling and all of that, mm. like, and a massive big dose of trusting. Mm. ourselves when we're told we're always reflected certain ways of doing things like this is the way this is like the best way and then there's another 12 people telling you the same things like do you know which is all fine because there'll be 12 other people who that really will be their way when they go sit in that space with that person but sometimes we're trying to mold ourselves to other people's ways of being like mm-hmm. and it just will never work for us because they'll, they'll work but they could be hard or they're tiring or we've just to me it always feels like I'm straining yeah. if I'm in those places mm-hmm. my my mind has to become involved in the process like because mm-hmm. it's not a natural energy that runs through me yeah and you can sense that right and it's it's this you know to give an example for them at the moment you know collaborations are all in <laughs> and it's it's the co-creation 2022 is the year of it <laughs> and you know again some of us are actually here to initiate something completely and only through themselves. Mm. And some of us can then feel like pressured into needing to collaborate. Now, collaboration yeah. on, on a first look may look like I need to do something with someone else, like, like we're podcasting here together. Yeah. Like that's a very obvious collaboration. But when we look at society in a bigger picture, we are collab- collaborating by bringing our own individuality, our talents, our insights, our creations into the world in mind for it to benefit the collective. Yeah. That is collaborating with, that's not individualistic that's not egocentric that is virtually using the resources of others as well along the way that does not mean you know we need to have five people on this podcast but it might mean we use technology that we're getting help of Mm. and through by somebody else so there can be a lot of collaborations along the way you know old school when you were renting a room you were technically collaborating with whoever the landlord was Mm. and you rented the room off so you know just that we don't get too narrow down into into this collaboration thing and that's just one example of of how the creation process sometimes can get these hypes and we kind of feel maybe oh we have to follow that whereas for some yeah. of us it's really important that we create completely in our own energy flow it's like hopping on the trends like, again yeah just because it's a trend does actually does not mean that trend will work for me possibly yeah. you know like because it's not the sole expression that wants to come through like Maybe I'm going to be the one who sets a trend instead. Like, mm. maybe I'm just going to go off and do my work and ignore all the trends, like, and let mm. them filter in, filter out through it. Like, but it's so, it's, it's like, um, merry go round, you know, like, it's like that kind of a space. They're all so enticing. Do you know, like, it's like, oh, if I get on there, and you can sometimes, you're, like, I see people going, like, you know, if you get on first, then you have the bigger percentage of the market. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I'm exhausted even just reading those words and how, like, 
Do you know, like, whereas I've, I just love watching trends and go, oh, I see that. That's interesting. <laughs> and then watch, just watch it grow and go, that's interesting. <laughs> Do you know, like, and it's just an interesting place. Like, we can end up hopping on to trains that aren't for us, like, yeah, and, and miss the most beautiful scenery of our own one, like, because faraway hills, as they say, always look green. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just... I don't know. For me, trends are always... I always give them a white birth. Because <laughs> there's just something, you know, I've seen it in so many well-intentioned systems and things that, that have deep soul. When they when they get mainstreamed, there there is something usually that gets lost along the way. Something has to become diluted. Sometimes it has to be made in a way that fits everybody and when we fit everybody we're fitting nobody really Mm -hmm. and and so you know any kind of trend anything that's in anything that everyone's hopping on it's interesting because the more conversations i have with people like nobody feels quite comfortable (laughs) in and around any of those trends everyone's getting fomo everyone's feeling like unless those few pioneers of that particular expression you know, I'm thinking back of, it was a good while back where I think it was surfing that got this hype. That was before yoga got the massive hype. And like, I remember in Ireland, Denny's, <laughs> the, the, the bacon people <laughs> jumped onto the bandwagon and used surfing in their advertising. I was just like, still thinking like, like that collaborate, how, how, how they get from bacon to surfing? I don't know. Uh, they made the ads look cool, but it was a time where, where everyone benefited on, on the surf trend, you know, and, We've seen it in yoga and yoga being mainstreamed and, and slowly now people coming around going like, yeah, just, just, just strength and flexibility. Truly, that can't be it. You know, there's something missing. Why are we all exhausted? Still practicing yoga. I'm like, oh, we forgot something. One of my teachers said, like, when you take the spirituality out of yoga, when you take the energy work out of yoga, Mm -hmm. it's like you're having, you're having like a jet sitting on the runway, but you took the engine out. You took the jet out. So it's never going to lift off, you know? And I think when we, put something into mainstream and it takes off everywhere. Of course, on some level, it, it kind of hits the zeitgeist, like with astrology at the moment. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with it. Like we're, we're yes. growing as humanity. We're opening up to those things. But personally, I don't know. Yeah. But you, I would always be just a little bit um, reserved around taking everything like that on one-on-one. I mean, I kind of get excited. People like, oh, they're into surfing now and into yoga and into astrology. That's like quite different than maybe 300 years ago. And we are more into ecology and sustainability. And, you know, and even if that might just be lip service in certain situations, at least we're all Mm -hmm. talking about that's the first important step. But, you know, to also remember there's, there's usually always more depth in that. And that goes the same with co-creation and whatever mm. whatever comes around at the moment, you know. Mm. Because to me, it's like there's always certain themes that are running mm. through the collective, like, and they usually will emerge then through sort of programs or sharings or invitations and all. Like, And to me, it's like, that's perfect. Go for it. Like, just to make sure you do not lose yourself in it. Like, mm. you, your energy, your vibration, your expression of it, like... I think sometimes what we forget too is like it's like a person holding space. They've they've had so much training in that there, like more than likely. Mm-hmm. So much life experience in that there. They hold that vibration. Yes. They are it. Versus I attended that class, learnt information, didn't integrate it, and I'm now sharing it. Mm-hmm. It's that do it all you want, like sort of thing, like, but you're missing it's my cells does it vibrate with it like 
do I become alive when I even share and chat about it? Like, or is it just that, you know, that high of something new? Just like, you know, when we're first learning, we'll go to loads of class and get loads of certificates and all, which is perfect because everybody nearly does it. But it's the high. Do you know, like in a sense that, oh yeah, 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 this is new, this is different. And I think it's different for everybody too. Like, and then some of us are here just to hone a craft. Like, Mm -hmm. do you know, like, and you could look and go, oh, their work will have changed dramatically, but it might still be under the same heading or label or theme or whatever you want to call it like so it's to know that we are different some people are here to constantly be changing the clothes in a sense like and yeah. they're always upgrading and other ones are they're sitting at the desk you know like a, a jewelry maker or a smith and they're hitting that same spot over a long period of time and they're shaping something but every time they do it it's changing and evolving too like mm. and like you said i think sometimes we reduce us to reduce everything to what we do it's in the fabric you know what that jewelry maker that tenacity that precision that patience you know that is oozing out of that person Mm. on a cellular level when when they're with their friends and so they're bringing something very essential into into the communal space and similar to the person that is very quick to change initiate something new brings a new tone to it Mm. you know you know that friend that yeah that has constantly a different style and, and there, what are th- that vibrates in their cells? It's not something necessarily fake. It's something that that openness to newness. And imagine a community, a, a world where we wouldn't have those mm. initiators. We wouldn't have people who have tenacity. We wouldn't have people who kind of see the weakest link. You know, so we need all of us on board. And so I think this whole idea of manifestation how do i manifest in a way that works for me but also works for the community Mm. it's such a wider picture it's 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 much bigger than you know um what's the job i want to create but it's also not mutually exclusive Mm. and i think that once we understand the container once we understand that we might not understand exactly where we're fitting into all those categories. And, you know, I don't know, sometimes I initiate and sometimes I'm like that. So give yourself a bit of time and conversation with yourself and journaling and sitting with yourself and investigating. It, it'll, over time, it'll, it'll, it'll come up. It's like, you know, we, we've all been, I think if you're human, you become conditioned one way or another. There's, there's, mm. there's, it's very difficult to avoid, impossible possibly to avoid conditioning yeah um so we're peeling off the layers and a lot of the times we have to get to a certain when i mean by age i don't mean like a number but a certain level of experience in a certain situation for some that can be earlier for some that can be later depending on how the experiences Mm. pile up but then we go and realize okay none of this is mine that's interesting i've done this i've created this i've recreated this i'm still not excited not satisfied not nothing really hits home i still feel empty it's like oh you know i might start to look at things in a different way so working with ourselves slowly that this whole playing with what we're bringing through is also changing us and it can be an integral mm. part of our healing journey. Definitely, definitely. So on that little note, I think we will leave you with that nugget of seeing how does it weave through your healing journey mm. and take sort of what we've chatted about, reflect, as BB said, journal around your own processes about how you've created with ease, how you've created with stumbling blocks and with hardship and whatnot else but to harvest all of those experiences too and then we'll see where we will take off from next week then folks so enjoy and we'll connect soon bye